Hello, this is your host, Narcoleptic Angel, and you are listening to The Cubist Corner. Today, I'm going to be discussing Kiki-Jiki Mirror Breaker and its viability within Cube. Let me begin by telling you my past history with regards to magic. I started playing magic during Revised Edition and played through Ice Age, Alliances, Homelands, and Mirage, and then I stopped for a long time. I stopped until Urza's Saga, and played until Onslaught, I believe, and then after that I took another long hiatus and uh, didn't start playing again until Shadowmore. Uh, when I began again, uh, I had nobody to play with. There was no local um, comic book store or card store, and all my friends were not playing anymore, so I had to start by going on to MTGO. I started mainly playing Standard again, and then I um, was playing some draft formats, and then I found a new play group, uh, met a group of friends who played, and we started again. And it was just, we were playing casual, uh, basically standard games, and they got really boring, especially since I was at a higher level than the rest of my play group. So I had seen uh, some articles and videos on uh, Cube, and it just it stroked my love of um, you know all the past cards and uh, the fact that I just enjoyed playing Magic to begin with, and you know, and I figured that this would be a great way uh, for us all to not have to constantly be buying. Uh, you know, new cards to play standard, and on top of everything else, I felt like it would level the playing field with regards to um, my play group. And, it, you know, it was a slow go in the beginning, but over the course of uh, many drafts of, the, of my cube, my friends have gotten to be better players and better drafters, and they love the cube. They really do, and it's just, it's always fun every Sunday to get together. Uh, my cube started out as 720 unpowered, um, and uh, very recently I was able to bring it down from 720 to 540, and then in, to uh, 450, and now it's powered. Uh, and that's that began because of the um, Theros spoilers that there were so many cards that I wanted to test out, and I just it made me rethink. Uh, what I wanted, you know, my cube to really be. So um, to better understand m my card choices and uh, my, you know, basically cube philosophy, um, my I I'm a Johnny at heart. I started off as an, an a red green aggro player, uh, Timmy, when I first started playing, and then over the course of time, I started loving all the different types of interactions that you know, you can have with, with the cards. And so I became a Johnny and, um, but along with being a Johnny, I also have this nostalgic, uh, factor that is part of why, you know, I enjoy, um, uh, working with my cube and collecting my cube. And yeah, so that's part of, you know, the battle that I have is that, I I can have some spike tendencies. I I do want my car, I want every pack. I guess this is like my um my cube um pitch or or byline or whatever um is that I want every pack that they the first pack that you open, I want you to be amazed at the power um if you have any past history with magic, I want you to have some form of nostalgia. And then I also want 
you to have difficulty in selecting your first pick. I want each card to just be powerful enough in of themselves that, you know, it, it really depends on how you feel that day or, you know, what uh, kind of gameplay or color that you're drawn to. And, and yeah, so that's part of why I wanted to bring it down. I mean, I normally draft with three other uh, of my friends. That makes it four players. It's very rare that we have a fifth join us. And then only once uh, for the past two years that we've been drafting have we ever had six, you know, players. So having that having the cube at 720 uh, was a problem because even though I love the variance and the um, leeway with how, you know, the, the cards that we got to play with, it just, it was too much. It, it I, I just felt that every pack that we were opening, there were so many cards that just were suboptimal compared to the rest. And so that's part of why I, uh, you know, I brought it down. I, I'll definitely have a, a record an episode uh, possibly just about that because I think it's an interesting thought process that went into it. But <clears throat> so I saw the spoilers and one of the spoilers that grabbed my attention and um, actually there were um, a couple red cards that just made me have to rethink my, um, you know, my my red selection, especially when I brought down the cards to 450. Uh, Ember Swaller was an easy actual auto-include because I do support and I do love um, Wildfire and that archetype, and I just felt like that would be a perfect Wildfire card since it lives through Wildfire and has like a mini kind of Wildfire effect afterwards with Monstrous. And so, yeah, that was very auto-include for me. Uh, the Red God, uh, I definitely want to try out. I definitely see some potential in it. And so that began the slippery slope of why I'm talking about the viability of Kiki Jiki and why I was thinking about it. So to rep what I replaced um, with the Red God was Splinter Twin because I just felt that at the numbers, I mean, first off, uh, the um, two blue creatures that um, made Splinter Twin, you know, viable were very suboptimal and very narrow with regards to how my uh, smaller cube size, um, you know, would would need. It just um, pester mite was just um, yeah pester mite, and I'm blanking now on um, the blue. Uh, the other blue creature that oh deceiver exarch sorry so pestermite and deceiver exarch to me were very sub suboptimal blue cards that when i brought down the cube to 450 i just felt that they needed to be cut so i cut those and then i needed another um i need another place to fit the red god and i just felt that another suboptimal card and without the other two, you know, enablers that I could cut Splinter Twin. And so that's what I cut. So that brought me to the fact that now I only had one version um, of the combo enabler, which is Kiki Jiki now, no Splinter Twin. And that within it, uh, instead of the two blue creatures, I had Restoration Angel and Zealous Conscripts, which I feel and I know are definitely stronger uh, cards that um, 
than Splinter Twin and Deceiver, and that's why they stayed in the cube. But also the fact that they're not those cards are viable outside of the combo. And even and my feeling on Kiki Jiki is that it is um I think well, I'll answer the question later on about its viability. So uh yeah. <laughs> so getting back, I I had to uh cut Splinter Twin, I cut Deceiver, and I cut um Pestermite. And then I was questioning the viability of Kiki anymore. And then they spoiled the um the new dragon, which was uh Stormbreath Dragon, and it was a five CMC uh dragon uh in, in the red spot and I I didn't think it was too viable because we already have Thundermaw Hellkite, which I feel is a much stronger dragon. But it still was a good dragon. It was still very viable. And uh, it definitely was um, an upgrade to Rorix, which was already replaced by um, Thundermaw, so having, you know, the two dragons might have, you know, definitely would have helped out Agra, but there are two things that are going against Stormbreath that I, that made me not put it in at the, the last minute. I mean, maybe I should just test it out, but my feeling is this. I dislike the pro, uh, colored creatures, I took most of them out. There's only a small amount that are still left in my cube. Um, and I just, I don't think it's uh, a fun mechanic to have in the cube. I think it really blanks a lot of um, combat. I just, uh, combat steps and it just, to me it's not fun. So that was a big thing. And then add to the fact that I just feel that the monstrous ability is because it's a one-time effect because it it becomes monstrous even um if you're able to remove the counters it stays monstrous that since it's a one-time effect i just don't think that the effect itself is worth the mana cost and the time i mean yes you could do a decent amount of damage because it has haste um but at the same time too it's not also wildfire um, it, it's not, it can't withstand wildfire too. So that, so I know that Kiki Jiki can't, but Kiki Jiki, um, runs as a separate entity. It's, it's, it's fun. So, so yeah, so that was my mindset and that's why I'm questioning the viability of Kiki Jiki. Um, with regards to my own cube, I was finding also that Kiki Jiki was not being drafted that much. And when it was, it wasn't really being played that much. And when I asked my friends why, it always came back to Kiki's CMC. Uh, having the three red within it just pushes so many people out of drafting it. And yes, I could pick it up, you know, if I see it. And that was the other thing, too, is that by having so little um, amount of players uh, and running a larger cube, um, the cube size just made it so that sometimes you don't see a certain card that that you need or, or, or want. And so, you know, that's part of the, why I've been bringing the cube down in size two. I was, I still want some variants and that's why it's, it's still 450, but, um, 
come, going down from 720 to 450 really brings down the variance. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. And um, I am leaning towards that. I'm going to keep Kiki Jiki in. I think it's viable if you enjoy what the card brings to red. And if you understand that, um, and and that's I'm talking to myself when I say this, that I have to realize that I need to push past sometimes my nostalgia and my pet cards if there's a um, a better card later on. Like, if they release a card that I just can't say no to, like Thundermall Hellkite, like, I, I was attached mainly because of my nostalgia to Rorik's uh, Bladewing, but once I saw Thundermall Hellkite for what it was, I just was like, <laughs> sorry, Rorix, you gotta go. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna miss you, and I don't miss him. I and I haven't since I put Thundermall in. I just think it's such a better card. And um, yeah, you just have to look past the nostalgia sometimes. It, it's it's hard, but you need to make it a better cube. So again. I think that the answer to Kiki Jiki is your preference, your uh, play preference, um, and what you want out of your cube. But for me, I'm keeping it in, going to test it out, and if I find a you know a better card, even if it's not the same CMC, but if there's another card that just like I must, I feel like I have to include in my cube, and I'm going to keep the size the same, then Kiki Jiki will definitely leave the cube sooner th- rather than later. And yeah, so this is Narcoleptic Angel. Uh, from now on, I'm going to try to record um, my own podcast um, because I commute a lot uh, on my way and back home from work. And uh, I'm going to talk more about Cube because I'm finding that that the Cube um, that the people who play Cube and podcast have been pretty busy and haven't been recording as much as I would like to listen. So I figured, you know, why not record my own and talk about topics that I really would like to talk about. So uh, more episodes are to come. If you want to talk to me personally, as of now, I'm just going to leave. uh, You can go to MTG Salvation Forum and um, underneath an Archaleptic Angel, and you can view my cube list, um, the list and the visuals on cubetutor.com, which is an amazing website. Uh, you can view it underneath Narcoleptic Angels Cube. And yeah, that's about it. So hope to hear from you, hear uh, from fellow Cube lovers, and hope you enjoyed.